Good morning, beautiful people. Good Welcome morning. to Tuesday morning encouragement with Lex and Lance. How you been? Good. You? Rushed. Rushed. <laughs> um, we this recording is pre-recorded. This recording is pre-recorded. PSA. PSA. Why? Why? Because we are in Texas. Yes, but that doesn't mean we're doing a no-no show. We're doing right. a great show. Right, and we can still interact. We'll still be in the chat. And Lexus stuff. will be there. I'll you don't be want there. me texting. It'll sound like cavemen <laughs> talking to you. Well, I'll be there. Yes. So let's get to the, the spot. Really, uh, we've got some long history with this family that we are headed down to visit. Right. And as it came about, I really started feeling in my spirit that you know, we don't value time or we rush time. Right. And for us, we happen to have gone and served this church not knowing who anybody was there. There was a hurricane that hit in Houston. What was it? 2017? 2017 17? Or yeah, 18, 17. Or 17. Yeah, because we didn't have kids yet. Nope, no kids. And wow. I just had on my heart <laughs> to go. And long story short... With we, Upper Room, we teamed up we, with the church Upper Room. We got teamed up through a, a little ticker that ran across... <laughs> Your mother, your mom sent me, and I. We met there. We met at a church. We hubbed there. We sent them some uh, supplies. We went some and cut. Gas. We cut down trees for the week, and mm-hmm. we hung out. And a family put us up, and we just kept hearing about a coffee shop and a uh, ex drug addict that felt like he should start a church and help a community. And right, and we loved us some coffee. It was so. good, and you know we didn't think any of it. Shook hands, and we went home, and. Three was it three years later? Wait, a cool thing though was I uh, bumped into a friend that I met in California, Bethel. That was the cool thing. That was cool. Not that we were helping people. <laughs> that was <laughs> sweating. I remember getting eaten by mosquitoes. Those weren't mosquitoes. That bit through my clothes. Like those were like those mosquitoes were doing push up. They were bodybuilders. Yes, they those could were get some you. So mosquitoes from outer space. <laughs> as it played out, our pastor David Chisholm has. David Bendett sitting underneath his coverage. Which we had no idea. I had this no was fast idea. forward. What, yeah, so fast forward three years. And I'm like, you know, coffee shop, Corpus Christi. There can't be that many guys named all this. Right. And somehow God had aligned us in this circle, unbeknownst to us, mm-hmm. that everybody was a family. And so when we got to know, oh my goodness, we landed here. How did God do that? It's like he was orchestrating on our behalf where to go, what to do. But it was in his perfect timing. Right. And that's what he does. He always, when you look back, you're like, oh my goodness, like there was no way I could have had planned this out. Right. The way that this happened. Well, the way we met, I was looking for a church. Mm-hmm. My buddy needed to go appease his boss. <laughs> so we went through his his uh, his boss's, you know, a bone because we showed up and it happened to be Friends Day. And that pastor preached the house down and it was what and we ended needed. Up staying. Ended and up staying. Look, the rest is history. Met you, grabbed you. <laughs> we booked moved out. out. We moved on. And <laughs> but it was like in that timing, I was needing a church. Right. She was recruiting for people to come to church because it was friend day. And I'm grateful that your friend dragged you along. I'm sure you're very grateful. Very grateful. Maybe not at the moment. <laughs> oh, really? Those times that we couldn't stand each other, but <laughs> in the That's future. That's <laughs> another story for an we need for another we need day. like a marathon show to tell our testimony of how we part met. one, part two, but part three. <laughs> Even how you got into ministry, mm-hmm. how things have uh, rolled out, played out over the last, I don't know, well, we've been married seven years, mm-hmm. going on eight, so about crazy. to be. But 
it hasn't worked out on the timeline the way we thought it would. So, we wanted sure. it to happen sooner. We wanted things to like last forever. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes we we hold on to things too long. Right. When we knew we needed to leave the ministry, it was very hard. Mm-hmm. But if you would have told us that day that we needed to leave, don't worry. I've got this family in West Virginia that's going to accept you. It's going to they're going to love you. They're going to take you in. They're going to take your family in. You're going to have a kid there. And oh by the way, you're going to know the prophet of the house. You're going to know other pastors that are like we had a family before we even got here by everybody knowing each other un it was like it wasn't designed right on paper but god was designing and orchestrating it in our world right and a lot of times we kind of tinker with god's timing right and i was going to say even with our story you said that you had went to one of the services of the person that i was interning with like years before yes so could you imagine if you would have stayed around well i had time? the opportunity to go you had the op- okay so yeah, I, thought yeah, I had the opportunity well, your to buddy go. went yes but could you have imagined like if you had went around that time it you're really like, opening up pandora's box we just wouldn't know like you know <laughs> so it was just that amazing. was a prior time to me being married to my ex so I like know, god had a way of holding things saying. ready you know you went to rhode island to florida back to rhode island of like God knew where he wanted you, when he wanted you. Right. And he was always directing your path, Mm -hmm. even when you weren't really trying. Right. And so as we were writing some notes and kind of getting scripture, it really brought to mind how everyone is kind of helping somebody out, right? Mm -hmm. You have friends, you're you're mentoring, you're spiritual mothering teenagers. If you saw somebody with the potential of one one hundredth of what Jesus had, Mm -hmm. you'd probably be like, it's about time to start your ministry when they're 19. Right. Then when they're 24, 25, you're like, what are you waiting for? Mm-hmm. Like, so-and-so's doing way better. Their following is getting, like, have you they're heard following. Like, Have you heard of John the Baptist? He's got this uh, following. He's like this 20-year-old prodigy. Right. Well, I'm saying they were born at the same time. I'm not saying John the Baptist, months. but I'm trying to say okay, the person But online. it's the same thing. Right. You know, John the Baptist gets started, and Jesus hasn't fully started yet. But he knew when his time was ready. Could we have sat there? Knowing, I know God put this thing in me. Mm. I know I need to be prepared. And you hear somebody you just watched. We've all been there where we see somebody doing the same thing where we think we're called to mm-hmm. do. And then we're like, did I get forgotten? Was I passed by? And it's like, no, God's building our, my own path, my own right. plan for me. But in the moment, you're not thinking that way. No. Like, oh my goodness. Like, what did I do wrong? How do I destroy them? No. <laughs> I'm joking. Well, that's me. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> what did I do wrong to deserve right. this? What did I do, God? Like, we get in our feelings. Right. There's no way that I missed it, or did I miss it? Did well, I? That's a big thing for millennials. Way? I hear. Did right. I miss it? I mean, I feel that. I mean, not now, but at times I felt that. Let, let's let's open up that. <laughs> let's unfold. <laughs> yeah, but that that's a thing that I don't think it's just millennials. I believe there's a huge group, especially women. You can hit all like these mothers. Do you feel like time is passing you by, and that you're not doing what you really want to do? At times, because right. I remember when I was this, uh, so what, 12, 13-year-old girl, I had prophecy after prophecy of things that were to come. And mm. when you hear that at that age, you're thinking, okay, by the time I'm 19, 20, I'm going to leave home and jump straight into that. Right. And so when you get to that age and you're like plowing and you're feeling left out and all these things, you're just like, wow, what happened to those prophecies that were said around that age? 
for myself anyways. And then there's times where even now as a mom, you're like, I thought I was going to be in the nations or I thought I was going to be doing this and that. And I'm at home. Yeah. So how's that ever going to happen? Because I want to be with my kids and I want, I'm going to raise them at home and homeschool them and all these things. And it's like, it seems like it's just out of sight. So I could see how when you're a kid and a teenager, you have all these dreams. And then as you become an adult, you're like, what happened to your dreams? You just drop the ball with that. And it's like, no, life happened. And so I think you can come to this place where you're like, you get that's salty. never going to happen. Yeah. Just be real. You so get then you salty just drop with, it. And with, you're like, oh, that's cute that you have dreams. But just wait till you're older. That's not going to happen anymore. Wait till they get diminished and, right. you know, vacuumed out. Which is not the truth. That's no. That's not the truth. Well, hopefully you're liking and sharing this. We uh, encourage you to still comment, even though we're not live. Lexus is going to be there. Comment if you have felt or relate to the story we're telling. If you've had a prophecy, a dream, a passion that hasn't really come to fruition yet because time seems to uh, be escaping you. Life is going by and you're just trying to get the day-to-day things done. And you're like, I don't understand. I'm doing everything right. But yet nothing is looking like it's right it can be very daunting so please comment thumbs up if this is making sense give us a uh you know heads up like uh, if you're enjoying this kind of you know feedback alexis will comment with you guys but yep, yep. time is a uh, is a difficult thing because it's the great equalizer mm-hmm. everybody's so given that. 24 hours right it's how do you want to spend it right then people sleep Sometimes four hours a day. Some people sleep six. Some people sleep twelve hours a day. You know, and <laughs> all it's, day. And it's uh, it's sad because you hear people like, "I love sleep." Mm-hmm. You know, you have to sleep. You need rest. God wants us to rest. Right. But a lot of times, when things don't happen, we get you just sleep your well. We you away? sleep away, but I mean, you get kind of agitated at God, and I see people walk away from their calling because it's not fair that it hasn't happened yet. Right. Especially when someone else is getting the push. So in wrestling, they call it the rub. Like, <laughs> why'd this guy get promoted and I didn't? We're doing the same thing. I feel like I should be there. But we forget God has a plan for us. God is right. not forsaken us. God has not forgotten about us. He loves us. Right. And so in Daniel 2, 21 and 22, it says, And it is he who changes the time and the season. He removes kings and establishes kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and greater knowledge to the, those who have understood it. It is he who reveals the profound and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness, and the light dwells within him. And I just, I, I think we forget that God is in control of every detail of life, the weather. He knows when right. things are to be established. He knows what kings he wants in power, and he removes people in power. You know, right. one thing that was said, and we forget, you know, I'm blessed to do a lot of uh, super book theology right now because my kid is two and four. And so (laughs) while I'm talking as if uh, people don't know we're married and have two beautiful kids, but nighttime routine is super book. And so I have seen a lot of the same story over and over. So I try not to zone out. I try to find those little gems, even as they're watching it. Right. And it's pretty accurate though. Very accurate. And I don't know how our kids aren't bored after watching it 42 times the same one <laughs> but uh as you get into moses's story the egyptians are you know e- israel's pulled out of e- egypt mm-hmm. we haven't heard of egypt being a superpower ever again right they're never they were the china they were had the, the but i'm saying they had the biggest military mm-hmm. the strongest military the greatest economic 
forum. They were doing everything. And in one hour, it right. folded when the Red Sea collapsed on them. Right. Never to rise again, never to become anything other than these four pyramids or three pyramids. You can tell my history. With the jinx And that's it. And the, yeah. And we forget that God will take somebody out and never let them be seen again. Right. And we sometimes like, oh, I don't like the way this ruler is going. I'm waiting for the next 2024 election. And it's like, <laughs> let God be in control. Let us be in control what we're in control of. And we're in control of our time. Well, look what happened with the Roe v. Wade. Like he, it didn't matter who was in office. That still took place. Correct. Whether it was, you know, someone that we agreed with or someone that we didn't. He still right. showed his hand. So. And it's God's power and it's that sovereign power. And I think that people get, they act like they've got forever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my, my grandfather passed at 92, lived a long life. And I think we forget that we're not going to get old when we're in our 20s. Right. Me being 41, about to be 42 in a few months. Oh, I know I'm getting old. <laughs> yeah, you're not that, you act like you're getting old. I know I'm getting old. But I see people in their 20s waste time. Like they've got it forever. Right. They talk about getting old, but they're doing nothing as if times of the essence. You hear right. Christians say, oh, God's coming back soon. Jesus is right around the corner. We're in the end times. What are you doing about it? Eating a hamburger. Or just... Like, why, is it, why are you not burning the house down, like wanting to do everything you can for while Christ? While you physically can, right? While you're physically like, at your youngest. You're, you could be consuming the things of the Lord. You could be being well studied of... The, but it's like, mm. well, on the practical side, though, the food and the stuff that we allow in our bodies, even as young people, I notice um, each year that even younger and younger are starting to feel so tired. They don't want to do anything. Right. And it's because we're not taking care of our temple. And so I'll even ask teenagers, they're like 19. And they're like, I'm so tired. I got to go to bed at eight. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, at your age, I was running. I was, you know, going all doing all nighters and things like that because I was so on fire and passionate for God that. I could do it. I could run off of three, four hours of sleep. But you seize the moment because now being a mom, two kids weighed down, they slow you down. You know, I'll call you at 1130. I'm like, how's it going? You're like, I'm just trying to get them to sit down (laughs) and have breakfast. They want to do everything but what you want them to do. But it's honest. You know, we have an idea and then life comes around and smacks you around. You're like, did not see that coming. I didn't see I need to like, you know, go out and undrain the clogged toilet for no reason i don't have to like those things are not planned right and so it's seizing the moment when people are young and they have no responsibility and you're like why aren't you doing what god you could be doing because now you have added responsibility and in act 17 27 28 he says he has done this so that every person would be for god feel their way to him and find him for he is god and who is easier to discover? It is through him that we live and function and have our identity. Just as our own poets would say, our lineage comes from him. And it's like we forget that God has a plan. God wants all of us to discover him. But are we taking that time to find it? Right. And a lot of times we just get like, well, today's gone. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. And mm-hmm. we hear that salvation call, but now we're all saved, hopefully, and we know Jesus Christ but are we seizing the time and are we either overdoing it or are we underdoing it? Right. That's good. And um, I, I always think of that scripture when you were talking about that, like it says, run to the ant, you slugger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that relates, but that's what came to but mind. It's true. It's like, 
a little uh, sleep here, a little sleep there. And, you know, the workers are out there um, gathering their things during the ho- the harvest time. So right. that when the winter comes, they're ready. That's so true. And then with that person, they're just sleeping around and like, oh, it'll come eventually. I'll take care of it when it's time. And then time comes and you have nothing to eat. You have nothing to right. show for nothing because you just just wasted your time. Well, and we think what's normal to us is normal. Right. And, you know, being a part of your life, knowing all the things you've wanted to, uh, like, do and and aspire to, and it's like, then life happens. And then, you know, the loss of your grandfather during COVID and mm-hmm. emotional things and life things that happen. And then right. the, the second birth, you know, of our, our boy, it's like, well, let's get ready for diapers. Let's let's have a baby that needs us even more right it's just part of life and there's times where you can get like am i ever gonna see this project come to fruition and you have a lot to speak on that because you've had passions that you've been planning for and you probably thought i'll never see this happen like i i have ideas i'll do a day here a day there and is it ever gonna happen so why don't you encourage somebody that's been toiling with ministry not just a business idea or an invention but true ministry god breathed and you're like well if it's of god it should happen overnight right you would think if it's god why wouldn't he want it to happen instantaneously right but that process takes time like it takes time for us to work out the kinks um i heard someone say that the greater the call the greater the process and it's because Mm. he has to work out all the things that we have inside our attitudes um our uh maybe our perspectives and our mindset when it comes to ministering to other people if you've been through trauma and you're broken like he has to work those things out so that you're able to deliver and to um talk to people from a healed space or healed place and so i just want to encourage you out there that even if you had dreams as a little girl and and now don't or a little boy like don't give up continue to um run after god with all that you have where you're at and as time goes on, just keep growing in him, reading the word, talking to God. And eventually that time is going to come and you're going to be ready because you were taking the time out to focus on what he wants to work out of you. That's so good. And I like that you said the process. I think we forget as God's plan, there's still a process. Like we have to readjust because we have a human brain that's thinking, processing, and we forget to sometimes throw it back into heaven's court and say, is this how you see it, Lord? We just run off. And now we're seeing in the evolution of time and worship, a lot of people are reinventing things that were not meant of God. Like there's right. groups that come together, like we love their music. And they're like, we don't know if we love the people behind the music. And, right. and God sometimes slow the ship down to allow us to refine ourselves, to remove landmines. And, the and one fire, thing yeah. I learned when I had this idea of culture architects and it was named differently in the past was, Oh, it's going to happen. There's nothing like this. People are going to love this. Mm-hmm. And it kind of fell on deaf ears. Right. And then what I found through time was maybe I need to be ministering to what God, the need for God's people is and stop trying to do everything how I see it. Right. And as we started this show and we added you and we added other pieces, it got more successful. And I realized I need to slow down and start, hearing the voice of God and saying, is this how you see it being done? Or am I just trying it all through my will, my power? And a lot of times we think a God idea is my idea. Right. And we forget to go back to God and allow that time to figure that out. And it's okay. How many years? So 
help somebody out that's been in it for six months, a year. Like <laughs> I've been trying to write this CD or I've been trying to write this book. What is the longest venture you've been in and you're seeing it come to pass, but you didn't give up on it? I mean, I'm about to launch a ministry that's been in the works for four years. And I could say even maybe longer because the concept has changed over time. But it's been a long process. Like at first, I'm like, oh, it'll just be a Bible study with girls. And then I'm like, okay, it's growing into something more. And then there was a situation that happened and I asked the Lord how I could help. And he showed me a box. So then it metamorphed into a box. And then from there, it just turned into this big thing. But if I would have just um, not took the time to ask God and to um, ask him what more I could do or what this specific thing was supposed to be it would have just flopped i think mm -hmm. and so i want to encourage you that if you are um at a place where you're just in for six months on an idea just sit on it and continue to ask god because if it's a god idea you need him to show you what it looks like because he knows the bigger vision if we limit to limit it to what we think it should be then it's just going to stay small but if it's a god idea it's something that's going to reach people and um help to to deliver them from. So how long day. has it been in the, the process? You didn't really say the time. I said it. I said but, about four. Oh, I didn't hear that. Sorry. And I said, but if I really went back, I remember oh, when we went to Alaska. Longer. Yeah. So it could have been like gone six like years. six years. Right. Now you did get some out there. You're beta testing. You got great response. How it's did it make trial you, it made you, error. It, you felt good? Like, okay, I'm on to mm -hmm. something. And I, I want to encourage you. One thing I love about evangelists is that you hear the life stories. A lot of times ministers are polished. They're like, nothing's ever happened wrong to me. I just opened the doors one day and everybody came to my church. I <laughs> wish it was that simple. But I want to bring a uh, piece to your life to say, if everything's not working out, that's okay. Most of your evangelists, most of the people that started in ministry, they had a season of just rocky, rough roads. And I, I don't know the why, but I know that... There's something in the kingdom of heaven and against darkness that's trying to stop you from your destiny. Right. And I don't know if God's just seeing the character or the why behind it. You look at Joseph being in prison for 12 years, the just different, you know, the wilderness, all the different stories of individuals in the Old Testament. But I want to encourage you that if it's been a long season and you feel like you're, you're passed by, you're too old, there's nobody too old that you can't minister to. There will always right. be somebody in need. There will always be somebody that needs to be encouraged. There will always be somebody that needs to hear the good word of what God's done in your life, what God's doing in people's lives. So I want to encourage you, today is not over. Your life is not over. It doesn't matter if you're 72 or you're 17 and you feel like, well, I've already missed the mark. I've made a mistake or I just, it's taken too long than I expected. I want to give up. I don't know what you're giving up to go back to, but I want to tell you, stay in it. God is a redeemer. God does not forget on us. God is actually straightening out our path. That's why we kind of right. started the story with God had us go help individuals that were hurting through a hurricane and happened to be part of our church family three so years crazy. later. And that's where we are today. We're hanging out at their church conference, reconnecting mm -hmm. with old friends, getting to just see what God's doing in their church and how it's growing, even through tragedy of loss of a coffee shop, of finances and time. God has redeemed it and blessed them with so much more. Now they're trying right. to buy the building next door. God is a redeemer. Right. And it's in his goodness. He shows 
not only his people, but the the children that are not following him, how much good God wants to do in their lives, how much goodness God wants to do with them. And he's not done with just that group of people. We're all part of it. That's why we're reading the scripture that we all want to experience God's goodness and we want to know his ways. So I really want to encourage you guys, stay in it. Don't forsake time. Time is of the essence. But if time is dragging on, we've all been in there. We've been Mm -hmm. trying to launch Culture Architects. You know, it was a four years in the making. It had to go through different name sets, different applications. COVID took us from a school to online. Like Mm -hmm. we've been um, evolving into God's plan and vision. That's what it is, evolving. I like that word. Yeah. It takes time for something to evolve. Or um, if you're like pregnant we always go back to that it's like it takes time to grow and nurture the baby right for the for your body to you have to eat right so that your body is like giving the baby the right nutrients for them to grow and so that's how it is with the specific god idea like that's your baby right so it takes time for it to grow to evolve to metamorph into what he wants you to to be what what he wants it to be and then when it's time it'll be birthed right and you'll know like when it's supposed to be released and launched because it's just like this birthing season. And the wind of God is behind it. And it's, right. and it's okay that it hasn't. That's right. really my whole thing. It's okay that you're in the waiting. God is there. Don't forget to call on him. Don't give up on him and don't give up on your idea. Right. So I want to say hopefully this blessed you. We're so thankful that you stayed in and watched with us, that you're with us. We are super excited that everything that's happening, not only in your lives, in our lives, uh, Lex is about to drop new things. It'll be on our platform. And God is just doing good things in all of our lives. So I pray that you are looking for it. I pray that you are open to this new season of what God's doing. Yes. So Lexus, you have anything? I just wanted to add, um, someone gave me uh, one of the greatest advice, I think, is they said to always be teachable. Mm-hmm. Because when you're teachable, you're always willing to learn and to grow. The day that you stop being teachable is the day that you stop growing. Wow, that's And good. so whenever I have the opportunity to learn from any age, mm-hmm. um, even my kids at times, they'll say stuff and I'm like, wow, I can learn from that. Right. And so I just want to encourage you out there that through this process to just not don't ever come to a place where you don't want to learn or be teachable from a person because that very person can be the person that helps you to grow in a specific thing that needs to um, get you to where you need to go with your God idea. That's so good. Well, we bless you guys. Let me pray for you real quick. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just pray for everybody listening and watching that you would be with them, God, that you would give them the comforting of your spirit that in this time that they may not be where they think they should be, but you have them where they should be, that you're protecting them, that you are watching over them, that you are making a way where there is no way. You are in advance of time knowing where they need to be, making provision for them. You are opening up new doors, new avenues for them. So I just pray, God, fresh vision, new inspiration for those ideas that maybe have gone on the bookshelf that they've given up on because it didn't happen the way they... They saw it, Lord. So I pray for new dreams, new yes. ideas of just just passion for the things of you, Lord. And it's okay that others are doing because we don't know the journey that they've been on. We don't know the time sowed in their lives that we are concerned with our lives, but we are taking time in essence that this is the, the last season, Lord, that this is you know the time where we don't know if you're coming back. So let's right. value every day, every minute. Let's be a blessing to others. Yes. Let us just see your hand be moved through our lives, through our lives in a corporate 
way and that we would be a blessing to all men and all women of kind. In Jesus' yes. name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for tuning in um, to Tuesday Morning Encouragement. We miss you guys, and we will see you next week. Yep. <laughs>